0: and exclaim as he drove out of sight Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night Ho 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 No Welcome to the final December to dismember and a little known horror called Christmas Evil or you better watch out this is a cheesetastic 1980 horror film starring Brandon Magrat, Jeffrey Demon, Diana Hull, Patricia Richardson, all of whom I've never heard of before or I've heard, barely heard of them. One interesting little fact I'll say right off the bat was that Kathleen Turner was supposedly Harry's sister in law in this movie. However, she knocked it back wisely, I would say. Mm. This was a very, very low budget movie, only around $750,000. Uh, however, according to the director's commentary, it's supposed to have a much higher budget, around a $4 million mark. Yeah, right, this is a trauma movie. I don't think so. Anyway, on to the movie itself. This was the first killer Santa movie, long before Silent Night, Deadline Night and Silent Night, Bloody Night. But not before All Through the House, which was a 1974 episode of Tales from the Crypt, starring the one and only Joan Collins. This movie was supposed to be called You Better Watch Out but was changed to Christmas Evil unbeknownst to the writer-director Lewis Jackson. Okay, a basic plot, here we go. A young boy sees his father dressed as Santa, starting to have sex with his mother, dressed like a $2 whore. And he runs upstairs and cuts himself and then fast forward to adulthood and he is now obsessed with becoming Santa and Christmas. He works at a toy factory and finally snaps... After the toys are made of lower quality, and he goes on a killing spree. So, as I said, Harry, the main character, works at a toy factory called Jolly Dream, however gets promoted to a quote, cushy desk job, as one of his co-workers puts it. Now, according to the director's commentary on this, which I listened to, the actor who plays Harry was a practical joker, and would often mess up takes time and time and time again, in fact, one time pulling his trousers down during filming, how very professional he was. This movie is all kinds of creepy because it shows Harry spending most of his days spying on kids to see if they're naughty or nice. And then he writes them down on huge books labelled naughty kids and nice kids. Then at night, he spies on his neighbours having sex. What the actual fuck? <laughs> I mind you, if you think about it, Santa is a little bit creepy, watching your kids to see if they're being naughty or nice, coming down your chimney to leave the good kid's presents and the bad kid's coal, and eating the food you leave out for him and his reindeer. Hmm. Anyway, Santa wasn't always a jolly fat man wearing red. That changed in the 1950s when Coca-Cola changed it from green to red. Although it's late, late 40s, early 50s, actually, I think it was. It depends on which country you're in, because Santa wore white or black or green. Of course, in some countries, Santa wasn't always the nice, jolly, fat man. He was an evil demon that would either kill you in your sleep if, you're, if he catches you awake, or he would leave you logs of shite. Not very nice and jolly at all. isn't No, another cop changed it to the jolly, fat man who leaves new presents. Anyway... If you to find this on DVD or Blurry and good luck trying to find a copy of this movie I would not listen to the director's commentary with John Waters because he keeps on making this into some sort of sex fetishish drag act sort of thing and it's kind of annoying after the first 20 minutes or so. But anyway back to the movie, there's a little boy in this and apparently the person he's playing is called Moss Garcia and apparently the little boy kept the playgirl or Penis, I think it is in the movie and his mother found out about it and wasn't too pleased. I should think so, so what's a person gives a 9 year old boy a porno mag? I mean, come on, even 1980s, that was a bit much. Anyway, back to the movie, where we see Harry again spying on the kids, picking his favourite, Susie Lovett. He even has a framed picture of her on his desk, it's a very much creepy paedophile vibe Come from this movie. And the scene where Harry marks Mossy's house with the mud face print is supposed to be from a German lore and is supposed to mark where the evil elf would leave the bad kid evil bad presence. This scene was shot at minus 20 degrees and the mud would keep freezing to the actor's face, which must have been fun. But since the guy was a practical joker, nothing much was done to help him with that one. The actress that plays moses's mother is the mother for home improvements and that was a real slap full force slap across little brat's face because apparently the actor was a complete little brat on set so as it gets closer and closer to christmas harry makes all the toys from scratch with lead yes people Lead. It's very health and safety conscious this guy Harry isn't he? Led's toy soldiers. Mm. I should also mention that during the Christmas party the documentary that's there showing which is a great time to show it in my opinion, a documentary, mm. is a real documentary about Will Springs State Hospital hosted by Geraldo Herrera. It is also a documentary on Netflix called Cropsey which is a kind of weird bug nuts Documentary about a serial killer um, in New York, in the New York State. Uh, If you feel like it, you can have a quick gander at it. But I watched it last Halloween and it was kind of interesting to a point, and it gets into ridiculousness all about devil worshippers and the such and Satanists and all this. Anyway, moving on. If you notice, the colour screen throughout this movie is red and green. At the 40 minute mark in an hour and a half movie where nothing happens, honestly, God. All this movie is, is this guy spying on these kids and doing creepy stuff like spying on their, these neighbours and the adult stuff and going to work and these workmate, workmates taking the piss out of them where Harry finally goes nuts and super goes the beard to his face and then goes bug nuts doing his best taxi driver personation I'm guessing <laughs> And finally it's Christmas Eve and things kick off with a bang This movie took 10 years to write and five years to get made. It all came from one stoned knight's idea of a killer Santa holding a foot knife. It's his very 70s. There was supposed to be three Santa suits used during filming. One perfectly pristine red suit, one slightly dirty, and one absolutely ruined blood-stained suit. However, According to the director's commentary, all but, but one were stolen from the set by one of the little kid actors. I should also mention that the, the actor that plays Harry in this movie has a problem with this the morals of this movie and the fact it kicked off the whole killer satire trend. Okay then, this is a 35 year old movie, why do you refuse to acknowledge this movie? Hmm, but anyway, moving on. pure actor that plays a security guard at the Hollow Hills Apparently fell in the fake snow and he died three weeks after filming. Okay then, great help and safety on set there. Hmm. Anyway, back to the movie. At the 47 minute mark, after Harry steals his company's entire toy stock, although on Christmas Eve, wouldn't have been in the shops by then. Hmm. Also, no one calls the cops. He hands them to the retarded children, as the movie's words, not mine. Because I would never use that word anymore. I really do hate retarded. I was talking about bread. Anyway, sorry. And they take them from them without any questions. Yeah, right, that would work even in 1980. And finally, at the 50 minute mark, the killings happen. As he kills a few rich douchebag snobs that were coming out of midnight mass, one with a British soldier's bayonet. Again, this is solid lead. And he pokes it out with that one. The other one by scalping him with a tomahawk, and he kills one of the girlfriends by caving in her head. Then he drives off, and no one tries to stop this thing. And this is the the thing, the the one scene that almost got it banned by the N.P.A.A. because it showed Santa killing people. Hmm. Then, as I said in another podcast, the N.P.A. would have a field date with the amount of killer Santa movies out today, such as Krampus and a Christmas horror story. Santa's sleigh, cyanide, Night, and etc. etc. Okay, so after driving around all night in his highly distinctive van, which has a sleigh painted on the side of it, he goes to a neighborhood watch Christmas party at what, two, three in the morning, with children running around. Ah, huh? I mean, come on, even in the 80s, kids were in bed by about half nine, and these are little kids, not like teenagers. Little kids, like eight, six, seven, or eight. And then Harry dances with a kid to Jingle Bell's polka style after killing three people. What the actual fuck? Yeah, anyway, moving on. And yes, he puts the fear of God into the poor kid actors. And he, I use the word loosely because these, these kids were straight off the streets apparently. Still, poor little buggers getting terrified by a guy dressed as Santa Claus. So After a Christmas party at night, he hunts down his co-worker that tricks him into doing a shift for him earlier in the movie and kills him in his sleep because he openly mocks him behind his back and calls him a schmuck. This is where the quote-unquote comedy of the movie kicks in where Harry tries in vain to get down a chimney and then gets stuck and proceeds to force himself out of it and then breaks in through the basement. Okay then. He then spies on the bratty little kids sleeping before he tries to his the father, the co-worker, and then he slits his throat with a Christmas star and then runs off, leaving the poor wife in hysterics, apparently. Hmm. The other thing I should mention about this movie is the Loro and Hardy movie the kids are watching is The March of the Wooden Soldiers, which is a 1934 movie. Just think, this is something that like a kid's would watch on Christmas Day 1980? Hmm, I think not. Also, since when did America start using 999, or rather stop using 999 to call the cops? Hmm. According to the director's commentary, the producers wanted a, quote, Halloween for Christmas, and to make Saint Nick the new Michael Myers, unquote. Yeah, that was gonna work with this piece of garbage movie. Anyway, moving on. So Hardy then phones just as mad little brother, Phil, and tells him about the song although what the fuck the song this is beyond me because he keeps on banging about he can hear this song and hear this tune all throughout the movie and it makes no bloody sense what the hell he's banging on about and this is where the movie goes completely off the fucking rails after bumping into a group of kids in an alley handing out his presents the last presents in his sack this is supposed to be about 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night mind on christmas day the kids parents attack him and then chase him with pitchforks and torches, Frankenstein style. I shit you not. Oh, and one thing, what is it with the 80s and fuckknives? Answer's my postcard, please. So this brings me to the end. That oh, was, so I should say, what the fall Harry takes after getting chased down by the angry mob with the pitchforks and torches was a mistake and the actor really hurt himself badly. But since this was the last day of filming, he was told to suck it up guess that's what you get for being a dick on set then so after running for his life he goes back to his little brother's house where the two don't fight and Phil goes nuts on him and throttles Harry almost to death so I guess insanity runs in his family then Mm. so when Harry comes to he drives off into the night and I kid you not his van takes flight and flies off to the moon I shit you not that is the most ridiculous ending I've ever seen to a movie Ever. So that was the cheesetastic 1980 Christmas evil. I'll give this boring, dull, bug nuts, crazy film a 2 out of 10, and that wraps up December to dismember, however next week's podcast will be my roundup of the year so far, or rather the end of the year, the good, the bad and the ugly. <laughs> then it's January Blues Brothers, with some spooky goings on in the two NFL movies just in time for the new TV series starting. Anyway, thanks for listening. And uh, don't forget to follow me at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me at Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Bye.